All right, y'all. Um, we're on to episode five of the Itty Bitty Podcast. Um, this week, my guest um, is a gentleman by the name of Mike Wilson. I've known this guy for a long time. Um, he's here to talk about his clothing line, um, Capital Vice Apparel. Uh, he also talked a little bit about his side project, um, Shed When You're Dead, Beard Bomb. So we talked a lot about that as well. Um, we also talked a little bit about our um, days of running around as hoodlums when we were younger. So um, it's a great podcast. Um, and remember, it is not a podcast about a clothing line. This is the Itty Bitty Podcast. It's anything but, and it starts now. Welcome to the Itty Bitty Podcast. Yeah. Oh. oh, it's the Itty Bitty Podcast. Yeah. Oh, it's the Itty Bitty Podcast. The Itty Bitty All right. Oh, that's loud. Have I got a treat for you guys this week? I have a good buddy of mine here, Mr. Mike Wilson of Diamond Art Records. Uh, scum. <laughs> scum. That's why I set you up and asked you that question just a minute ago. I'm just joking. My buddy Mike Wilson of uh, Capital Vice. Uh, Capital Vice was a clothing line and Shed When I'm Dead beard products. So he's yes, sitting down to hang out with me. And I feel like we're going to get real weird here shortly because I've known you for a long time very excited about it so i guess we should probably before we go off the rails i think we should probably talk about um what do you want to talk about first you want to talk about capital vice you want to talk about shed when i'm dead uh we'll do capital vice capital vice has a lot more uh a lot more brand build right now so and you've been doing that for a lot longer right since 2012 i think i launched it you had a different name right no it's always been, it's always uh, been capital, capital vice. vice or cva but yeah, I started that in what, 2012, and then it started really taking off around 2015. Okay. The first two years was kind of just giving away all the free shit and then hope it would stick. And then we finally got a hold of uh, a lot bigger, you know, names that helped out a lot. And then uh, the goals, just setting goals for followers and how many products I wanted to come up with, what kind of niche I wanted to stick with. Didn't really have an angle of who I wanted to aim at. I still don't. But right. it worked out. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, how often do you, are you doing new clothing? Like, are you doing new uh, designs and shit. so that's the crazy part so what i first did was i had a designer and uh he was a portion owner of the company okay and then um he kind of i mean he was great still is a great kid we we kind of had a falling out but uh we just recently started talking again um but he was more along the lines of he wanted to go towards being a tattoo artist and you know take his uh take his talents elsewhere which made sense uh i had a lot more interest in meeting the celebrities and going to different places to party with them and i was more so for the uh the name and the look he was more looking for the money in the the career path right but i already had a career path going where i was making money it didn't really matter if if the clothing line made money or not because i wasn't looking to live off that money right uh where with him it was he wanted to you know come up with a design make money off the design let's push a new design that type thing with me it was more so let's see how many people that are in the industry or random celebrities from A to Z list. I just wanted to see how many people I can get involved and how many people I can get involved for free. Right. So I can get the free promotions, free marketing, and then really just get the look down where I can go out to certain places, have these celebrities near me and or athletes. And it got it got to that point where it's a really cool structure now. I mean, I, I have personal phone call. I mean, phone uh, phone numbers for a bunch of big big names and even more pouring in. So right. It's going crazy, but that's that's where it started. Um, now it's more so free range. Uh, if people email me or shoot me a text if they have my number, if they're a designer, I give them a shot. So, I mean, if, if you can design something dope and you want to do it and try it, understand it's not money right up front. If you want, I'll give you two, $300 for your design. But the, the goal is to have you want to be an artist that has so much, I don't even know the word, so much spirit, so much energy into their designs that... You'd rather be someone that gets paid per item that's sold right. versus just a one lump small sum of three hundred dollars. Well, and you get exposure too. You get your yeah, name you get out exposure, there. everything. You get to you get to come along for that journey. Um, the journey I've been talking about that for years. It's been a long thing, and I, I, I can continue to say it's going to become a longer thing. I have so many different visions and what I want to do, but well, the looks changed a lot. Oh, since absolutely. The beginning. 
I well, mean, the beginning was kind of just more streetwear. Yeah, exactly. It was, like, <laughs> it was almost like I felt like we were it selling. It was like Mike Wilson goes to the hood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Diamond Art Records. Diamond Shout Art. Out. We're going to talk about Diamond oh, Art Records. Oh, I can't wait for point. that. Yeah, when I'm we went on for when we went on that tour we paid for. Yeah, one we're, night we're going to get to that. I'm excited. for <laughs> I believe that. you called me bow legged that <laughs> night. Did I call you bow legged? Yeah. You sound still hurt by that. Oh my god, dude! I was dying. No, because uh, Vinny. Vinny brought it up the other night, and I was dying. Cause uh, I don't, I don't know remember you, calling you bowlegged, bro. We, we, we went but... down. We went down to the T of where and when it happened, and I, I couldn't stop laughing. I'll bring you back to it just right before we start with the Capital Vice. Is it the T? Nope. So you you ready for this? What? Me, you, and V, and uh, was there a fourth with us? Yeah, Tommy. Oh, geez. Tommy was with us, and uh, can we say is the the name that that we called him, or what the name that he was given? Yeah, this what, was years ago. What was it? I forget. Tommy Tourette's. Oh yeah, Remember? Tommy Tourette's. You would you would say shit, and he would repeat it back. So you yes. kept getting him to say like different shit. Yes. Okay. This is we we curse a lot on this podcast, so you could say whatever oh, okay. the fuck you cool, want. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Tommy Tourette's, and you would say mm, quiff. Oh, yeah. Mm, quiff. <laughs> yeah. No, that was funny. So we envisioned it. So the the best the best thing about this. So we ended up uh, just a quick side t- track story. Uh, I used to have Diamond Art Records, which I was a uh, like the most Section Eight music producer you can imagine i basically downloaded a stolen beat i used like a free trial run of some sort of music recording like fruity loops or something yeah, fruity loops and i had a dope microphone and i was really good at making uh the voices sound like they were inside the beat that's basically all i could do but you were like a teenager trying to do some shit that nobody else that's why i was fucking with you because we were both like teenagers and nobody else was trying to do uh, stuff like that. I mean, most kids just would go home from school and do other shit. So you were at least trying to do something. Yeah, no, like that, but different. that's that's the cool like shout out to my parents. I mean, they they they're one of those they they're one of those family or one of the Danny family. Connie, right? Yeah, Danny Connie. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, the best thing about them, I can I can come home and say I wanted to be a, a fucking an engineer, and I would come home three weeks later, and my dad would build something in the basement and be like, all right, fucking go for it. Right. Uh, I remember at one point I was like, "Yeah, I want to, I want to become a music producer," and he was like, "All right, well, as long as your friends don't suck, like, and you, you can go in the fucking basement." And you know, he's had his electrical license. He has a lot of friends that were doing the carpentry stuff, and they built me a recording studio. You know what I mean? And it's like a legit little yeah, studio, and it's still there. And, and we it, just would get drunk. It, we would, yeah, we would get drunk, and then we would do Little Wayne covers. And uh, but no, it's just it, it was a cool that was a cool point in the life. But we, we're getting into that a little yeah, too we'll much. Yeah, we'll talk so, about that. So, anyways, after. yeah, the, the whole bull legged thing. It's funny as hell. So. <laughs> I was wearing shorts. Uh, none of us were 21, so I ended up walking into a liquor store, and uh, for some reason, I looked like I was just like a 16-year-old thumb. I had no facial hair, anything. I walked in, I grabbed a 30 rack with confidence, and the guy sold me it. And back then, it was like crazy because I just walked out, everybody was cheering, and uh, Mr. Perry over here was high out of his mind, <laughs> and he saw me walking, and he goes, "I didn't realize that was you." And I'm like, "What? What the fuck are you talking about?" He's like, "Dude, are you bow-legged?" <laughs> <laughs> and I, till this day, I don't understand it, but it was, it was <laughs> funny as hell. You were I, I smoked I weed for the first time in, in forever the other night and Vincent was there and he looked at me and he goes, bro, he goes, your legs look like they're about to snap. Are you bow-legged? <laughs> and I go, shit, what the fuck? I go, Perry said that like 10 years ago. <laughs> so I'm not, I, apparently when I smoke weed with my friends, I don't know. We think you look like fucking Yosemite Sam or yeah, some shit. <laughs> something, dude. I got midget legs or something. Uh, that's funny. We'll we'll talk more about oh, that yeah. trip. Um, oh, yeah. So let's get back to Capital Vice. Oh, so, yeah. Capital so Capital Vice. Vice. So what? So we you started with just a couple designs and like we started with what? Oh. Very basic shit. We, yeah, we started with one one logo and about eight designs. <laughs> Probably the most backwards way you want to start a company, but I decided <laughs> to do it. I thought quantity was quality. Um, when it was, I was completely ass backwards. I mean, right. doing it nowadays, I have I have the rhythm down to the point where now I'll always be in the green. I'll never be in the red. Where back then it was always red, and it just got darker red, darker red, and then I would invest more money and just get darker, darker red. So basically, I had a bunch of frozen inventory. Um, you know, I had fourteen magenta shirts with green writing and one person in the world would wear that you know what i mean so i could I have, sell one but <laughs> i have myself i have a yellow with the black yep i yep. have the purple with the gray which yep. i still think those looks were pretty dope those were like um the later ones and then i have from the original ones i had the i think it was the red with when you had the red with like just the little the CV on the oh, side. Oh, I, I see what you're talking about. Yep. Yeah. So that yep. was like the first one I had. But yeah. Yeah. You 
come a long way for sure. Yeah, the designs just, are a lot like more casual, I guess. Now is that like? Well, that's the cool. That's another cool part too. So when I was when I was talking about the um, the design aspect, I mean, when you get that type of thing where I built a nice following uh, when we first started, I obviously had zero followers, but on Instagram alone, um, I think we have like 81,000 and they're organic too. Cause it, it took years to get to that point. Uh, at one point I had promoter, uh, I don't want to say his name cause he probably will find somewhere. Uh, you weird. don't have to say anything, <laughs> but yeah, either way, uh, our mutual friend Keith introduced me to a promoter that basically was just trying to get involved to take money. That, that's oh, that's right. what he was doing, you know? And uh, I got to the point where he was doing interviews and doing stuff like that, and he would post a video, and every time you refresh it, there'd be like a million new views. And we'd mm. be like, well, what, what the fuck's going on there? Right. Nobody's ever heard of Capital Vice. Like, why, why right. do we have two million views? And then uh, that's a bad look for the brand in itself, but growing up and understanding that now it's more so about bigger brands like PacSun, Zoomies, anything like that. Uh, anybody you reach out to like that, they start off the conversation with, how many followers do you have? So, uh, 81,000. Awesome. Are you confident that they're all organic followers? Yeah, yeah, for the most part. For the most part, doesn't do it. Um, let me explain this to you. So, if you have anywhere close to 500 robots or fake followers, uh, we ax the whole deal. And you have no chance of coming back to us. Mm. Um, if we were to re-ask you the question do you think 500 is a reasonable number? And I said, honestly, I had a clown taking care of my social media when I first started, so I don't want to get that held against me, but I also, I mean, I'm confident in my following that I built. Right. And um, they asked the question again. They said, all right, you have 80,000 followers. If we told you right now that we'd sign a deal with you, you can become a millionaire over the next year, year, two years, um, but it was all based off if you could have under 500 fake followers, would you sign the paper right now? And I said, absolutely not. Because right. that's out of my hands and I'm not going to do something where um, it would jeopardize it. So I said, all right, now that we're talking numbers and we're talking all that, how can I guarantee myself a spot to have a sit down with you in a more reasonable time? Right. The guy said, build your following up to 100,000, fo- I mean, 120,000 followers. Um, once you do that, we'll have a sit down. We'll go over the robot talk again and we'll, we'll make sure it works. So what I did was I went through, I ended up downloading a software program. It was almost, I think, 850 bucks. And what it did was it wiped out all my fake followers. Oh, nice. And all I could all I could fucking imagine in my head was, thank God I turned that down. Uh, I had almost 12,000 fake followers. Ooh, so that program deletes all your followers. And you, you, you start back from just your original real followers. So I'm sitting there. So now I have, you know, 68, 69,000 followers. And I built it up to 80, 80 organic. So now I can honestly say that if I have a post... People don't engage. People just don't like what I'm posting. Right. You know? Um, so that makes me feel a lot more confident because let's say if I can make it to the 120 mark, I know that I can land a deal. Right. I mean, that that's what was scaring me because when you put it in that perspective where you can have millions of dollars on the line or, or your clothing line goes to shit or your business goes to shit, nobody explains that to you, you know? All these places will, will offer you, you know, 20,000 followers, send me 200 bucks. Right. Yeah. And then all you do is shoot yourself in the foot because you have to delete that money that you spent regardless if you want a shot. Yeah. So. And I've found that, like, starting this podcast and shit, that it's just a, it's a grind trying to, like, build a following on social media. Absolutely. It's, <laughs> it's, Dude. You got to learn how to do it. You got to learn all the ins and the outs. And do you, like, Do you know how many fucking people are going to have belly laugh hurts from when we start getting a little saucy off these claws oh, yeah, dude. and they're gonna laugh and laugh and laugh and then they're gonna forget to hit subscribe or follow i know i know you know what i mean a thousand people i make it listen. easy for people though i have like i have it set up to one link so you can go it's one link so you can go to everything so like, dude i give away trips so i give away trips and i go i go hey man tag two friends follow like this picture everybody likes the picture everybody tags two friends and nobody follows you got to make it easier than easy. It's it's a very weird thing. Yeah. Well, I'm still kind of learning and shit. You know, I mean, I can't give so away anybody any listening to this. Follow. I can't give away any <laughs> trips, but I can like. I mean, you I can't can offer, If somebody comes to me, I can maybe give them a hand job. That's like the most I can probably offer. No, fuck that. No, you're not that good. <laughs> but that's that's the good part, man. I mean, that's that's another thing too. I mean, with my business growing and you starting to grow a business. Those trip giveaways, I can do that whenever I want, right. which is crazy. There's And it's not like a shanty where you go to Elizabeth, New Jersey. It's not like or, the fire festival. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is like a legit thing where, I mean, you pay for your airfare, right. but we'll get you a dope-ass suite somewhere weird. There's one in Thailand that everybody keeps trying to go to just to, you know, 
Well, yeah, because there's like lady boys and shit. Is that what you're talking? No, I mean oh. creepier people want to bang little kids. But, oh yeah, yeah, Ooh, it's a yeah, little yeah, weird. Gross. But yeah, lady boys too. I don't know. Yeah, that, I feel like that's big there too. But. but yeah, man. But if you ever want to do a you know a follow spree when you get to like a thousand, two thousand followers, whatever you want, we can we can give away a trip. Yeah, it's uh, it's more along the lines of how many people are listening, and who wants to share it, and that's how we have to do it. I feel like I yeah, I feel like I wouldn't be able to do this podcast like ten years ago. I think like mm-hmm. if I was twenty years old, I just didn't have enough experience. Oh uh, no, shit! Absolutely. Professionalism. I, luckily, you're on a podcast. This is not professional at all. No, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> that was actually just my uh, my random alarm for me no. to do nothing. For you, yeah. I set them every once in a while. Um, so now you've got you, you've got your following up. You're you're back doing Capital Vice. Um, yes. So what? I mean, what's like the day to day Capital Vice stuff looking like these days? Realistically, as crazy and shitty as this sounds. Um, in order for me to get to that following, I had to do three things that I would never want to do. <laughs> we know what that means. Yep. But go ahead and tell us. So blow a guy. I'm just joking. Figured, I figured that was number three. No, no, no. That was number... It's not even on the list. But uh, so the number one thing that sucks about going for this uh, this bigger uh, journey of the clothing line is everything I worked for previously kind of gets axed. What mm. I mean by that is it took me, I want to say, three years over the last three years to... Uh, build up my website. My website's one of my my pride and joys. You can log on Google Analytics. If I post something, I see you know five hundred, six hundred people are on the site, fourteen hundred people are engaging, like right. all that cool stuff. Uh, I had to take down my website. Oh, did you? Three Why? weeks ago. So they want all the traffic and all the statistics to go through Instagram. Mm. So if someone wants to buy a shirt, they literally have to inbox me on Instagram. They have to go through Instagram because they want everything that you would have a follower do going right. through that one line because they have to prove that all these things and all this engagement and all this is just clicks right. and making sure that it's real. That's huh. how crazy it is. And when they said that to me, I was a little confused. This wasn't PacSun talking either. This was Zoomies. And Zoomies is a small right. fucking company. Zoomies is not that big. No, it's a small company and they basically were like, we want your username, we want your password, we want to be able to link it up to our system and we want to see what you can do with it. Understandable, but that kind of sucks. you know. Right. Uh, step two, which they made me do, um, I want to say, like a week and a half ago, I had to turn my Instagram into a private Instagram. So what that does is it makes sure that no one can see anything that I post unless they follow me. Mm. A lot of people get turned off by that. So with, uh, I'm a clothing line, you know, I'm not a CIA agent. Right. I shouldn't have my shit be private if I, if, you know, I woke up on the 4th of July and it was walk a flock of flame. Right. You know, it, that was, I was really cool. You saying, you know, happy 4th of July, Capital Vice Apparel, thank you. And, uh, you know, I post that and then I get, you know, X amount of views when, when other people could be sharing it and all that. So it takes away my stuff getting shared. It takes away who I can converse with, all right. that stuff. So between the website and that, it's kind of slowing down the following that I'm that I'm looking to get mm-hmm. but it's just more obstacles that they throw in your way to make sure that you're hungry for it right you know because um, any other brand would just sit there and hire outsource lie you know what I mean right. uh, you know if I if I budget and shit. yeah if I was a scumbag bro if, I, if this was four years ago and I was my scummy scummy self I would have hired a bunch of interns and said hey listen I'm gonna write off your hours saying you worked for me I need you to build this following 120 if you don't I'm not writing off your hours and I'd be there because they would do the scummiest shit to make sure, <laughs> you know, but that's the price you pay, bro. It's right. In this world, you either fuck people over and you make money. You don't fuck people over and you get famous, but you don't make money. Or you're already famous and you don't care who you fuck over and you don't care who who's looking at you, basically. I feel like if that was shorter, I could turn that into some type of a t-shirt. But. No, absolutely. And then I'd pay you, I'd pay you per sale on it. <laughs> See how that works? It's a circle. It's a circle. Um <laughs> So, all right. So now what else as far as Capital Vice? What do you have going on in the future? Um, so I don't know if you remember we were doing those beer pong tournaments. Yes. <laughs> the funniest thing about I thought about that was a great idea, to be honest so with that's, you. So that was funny, man. We had um, we had one beer pong tournament over at, uh, it was this place called the Commonwealth, which a lot of the people listening probably won't know what that was. Some might. Um, There's a place called the Commonwealth. And we asked them, we were like, hey, real quick, how many how many people does this place hold? I wanted to do it strictly for, uh, obviously, to make money, but uh, to get a little bit of a following with the Capital Vice, I, I relaunched the brand, like, I want to say three years ago, trying this out. The guy told me, he's like, yeah, we, we can fit like 400 people here, legally. 
So I was like, all right, that's a big stretch on legally. What do we have to do to get more people in here? He's like, you'd have to pay off a police officer, honestly. I was like, all right, so that's in the chamber. Now I know what to do when more people show up. So me and my buddy Matt sat down, and uh, you met him probably 20 times or a handful of times at my Albion house uh, when, I, <laughs> when I first had that. But uh, so basically I called him up and I said, listen, man, you, you're a master of marketing uh, in, in yourself. You're a very successful person. I need your help. So we want to market this. I want it to be a beer pong night where we gave away Bruins playoff tickets. We gave away remote starters. We gave away all this stuff. Right. And then I was like, ah, I need like a celebrity but not like a crazy celebrity that's going to charge a bunch so at the time i was working with ct who was all mm. over mtv from uh road rules real world uh honestly i think it was just real world and then the challenge is what got him skyrocketing but that's he, where he started right it was oh, real yeah. world yeah uh, he was the face of mtv being like the the badass the bad of boy yeah, from exactly. boston and he would yeah. fight every chance he got and i was like fuck man i'm like you know what i'm gonna reach out to ct so i was working on an alcohol with him at the time and i was like hey man i need you to show up in quincy mass at the Commonwealth, and I, I need you to just show up for me so I can have this huge, huge event. And uh, he looked me in my eyes, and he's like, listen, man, you cover the booze. I got you. And uh, give me 500 bucks so I can pay my security. I'll help you grow. And I was like, that's fucking huge, you man. So we put three weeks into the flyer, and uh, they had the click man at the door, making sure you know everybody's coming in, everybody's getting paid. And then uh, midway through the night, the owner came up to me, and he's like, dude, we've done 13000 in in liquor sales and cash. I haven't even looked at the credit card receipts. And I went up to the door guy, and I'm like, uh, how many people have clicked in here? They said 750 people on the first event. Uh, I was like, people. holy shit. And then I'm, I'm smiling. I'm having fun. Right. Everybody else is having fun. And they got to the point where it's like, oh, shit, like that cop never showed up. I was like, what uh, the hell is going on? The cop shows up. And the dumbass kid that I paid 20 bucks and bought his beers, he's a click kid. The guy, a cop literally just asked, hey, I'm running a little bit late. How many were you at? He told him like 740, 7.50. So the guy's like, ah, oh, who's running the place? I'm going to have to shut it down. So we went out. We gave him the door cover. And we said, listen, man, obviously we can't disclose who he is. But right. listen, man, we need this to stay open at least till 1 a.m. We're trying to build something here. And the guy was cool enough to let it let it happen. And uh, something caught wind with Quincy where we weren't allowed to do that. Right. We couldn't do it there anymore. But right. uh, that was the first one. The second one we had like um, UFC fighter. Mm. Um, he was he was the guy that we had going there, and a bunch of fans showed up for him. And it's just it was all about the marketing and the branding. But the the truth be told, that's what I want to look into doing again. Yeah. I want to do that during. It's a great thing to have during the winter or somewhere to go where you know when it's nice out, you're not gonna have a lot of people in there. But if I can do that during the winter and just keep building, the whole point is I want to get to the 120. Right. I could care less how I get there. I'll do that. I'll sell fucking hot dogs. Whatever we have to do. Go on a shitty podcast. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> Perry Phillips, shout out. But no, man, it's uh, anything I can do to, to build that. All I need is people to fucking log in, click follow, change my life. And What's, why don't you say the, the handle? It's at Capital Vice Apparel. Okay, so at Capital Vice Apparel. Yeah, and we'll say it again before the end. Yeah. It, unless we're like blacked out. By no, now, but no, we'll no see. We, should be, we should be. No okay. laws when you're drinking claws, baby. That's what I'm saying, man. Got my paws on some claws. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's uh, that's 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 the spiel of it. It, it. it went from such an entertaining brand to following these rules. I can't really say selling out because at any moment I could say, fuck it, go back to selling right. it, you know, out of my trunk and all that stuff. But it's, I have all the people there that I need to to be there. Now I just need content. I need something to share that's going to blow up the following. So I don't know if it's a viral video. I don't know what I have to do, but I'm going to figure it out. I mean, I got to 80,000. I can easily get the, the other 40. It's just a longer, longer road, it seems. Right. You know, but now it's kind of, Go back to the drawing board and come up with something a lot more creative. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll gain a little bit with the trip giveaways, but it's it's not going to be enough. Right. So now it's thinking outside the box. That's where I have to really sit down and, and grind it out. That's what I'm, my day off tomorrow. That's a lot of what I'm doing tomorrow is thinking of different angles and ways to attack, um, especially because I have that big thing coming up that I told you about where the fitness trainers and yeah. Patriots, Bruins, that type of thing. Well, why don't you, do you, was that something you should mention right now or no? Yeah, you can't really do it till the paperwork's signed. Okay. I mean, I, I met with the guy, which so is then, awesome, yeah. but um, yeah, it's basically just someone that, uh, he owns a fitness center and he, he trains a lot of the Bruins players and a lot of the Patriots right. players and he wants to, um, he wants to help me out. Uh, I'm going to pack his pro shop with a bunch of my stuff and, and get his stuff made for a lot cheaper than what he's paying. And, 
and then to give back to me, he, he understands how, how much this 120 means to me. And there's a, there's a fitness guy that that's the personal trainer for a lot of these athletes. And he's on board to see if these athletes will wear the stuff during training, get a couple pictures taken, then tag me in it. And if that can happen, I'll be well over 120 within the next six months. Right. You know, so that's one of the, that's one of the grinding ways. I just got to figure out what, what the, uh, the angles of attack are you know yeah i mean you've always thought outside the box you've always trying been... <laughs> <laughs> trying dude um so have you ever done like uh, any type of cross promotion with the beard products no not really so as, as weird as it sounds um me and the beard guy <laughs> your beard actually looks thicker by the way it does dude it, it, it smells like, like cherry yeah it looks like pubic hair before but now it's thicker it looked like i don't know it looked like a bird's nest or something plus pubic hair like it's a, a bird's yeah. nest made out of pubic hair before i can i can 150 percent agree with that and you just had like the, the thing under your the soul just, patch the, the, soul the patch. flavor saver if you will yeah yeah so and i don't think it looked grosser than when you wore it just <laughs> actually there was a guy named mr mr we'll just call him yibbits but uh there was a gentleman in my high school who was the art teacher and uh he used to have the longest the flavor longest saver, flavor saver. Oh, and God. he did not make it look well the only reason good. i said that is because you taught me that expression flavor savers and oh, i thought yeah, that was absolutely. funny so it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> but yeah man uh so no cross branding hasn't even come yet so what was cool is um the guy mike he's like a chem- he's like Jesse from Breaking Bad. Yeah, Band. where did where did it come from? Uh, I hit him up on Let Go because my beard looked like a bird nest pubic hair region, and uh, I hit him up on Let Go because that's how weird I was. I was like, where do people buy shit for beards? Like, mm. and like you know, the internet hasn't been invented yet. So I went on Let Go, and uh, <laughs> I I basically hit up this kid, and then we we got to talking, and he's like, yeah, meet me in Brockton. I'll give you twenty, like give me twenty bucks. You didn't think to ask your barber. No, I was going to Supercuts at the time. Oh. I just started going to a barber. Well, now the that reason I've... I said that is because I I didn't ever think to ask my barber that shit. And I got a new barber and he just mentioned like, you know, your shit's kind of patchy. Have you used beard oil? And yeah. I started using the beard oil and I saw a little bit of a difference. But honestly, from the beard oil, like I'm not, I mean, I would plug your shit anyway just because I like it. But um, I, going from the beard oil I was using was just like the shit from the store to the stuff that I have with yeah, you. Yeah. I noticed it coming in a lot thicker, a lot fuller, and I never knew having a beard like that you had to do shit like that. No, so. me, me neither. I mean, my brother-in-law has a has a massive, massive beard, and it was just so. I met uh, I met Mike off <laughs> off Let Go, which sounds so funny now that I'm actually saying it for the first time. But I met him off Let Go, and we we started talking about how he's had a brand for a while and how it's growing slower and how I had a brand for a while and he was always giving back to the community and I was just trying to give him all these tips. And basically he looked at me like, dude, do you want to give me tips or you want to like, you want to, you want to work on this together? Let's, let's do this. He's like, I'm basically licensed to, to cook this shit. I can cook it with CBD. I can do this. I can do that. Oh, you I got can... CBD and shit? Yeah. I some in, of it? I'm in my car, dude. You have some shit with CBD? Yeah, dude. 200 oh. milligrams of CBD. Oh, I didn't know that. I yeah. thought it... And it's beard? Stuff? It's beard stuff, but it are it instantly because a shout out Charlie Robbins from uh, Sacred Edition. It instantly turned into tattoo glide, so people started using it before they got tattooed. They couldn't right. feel the tattoo coming on, and then they used it as aftercare, and it uh-huh. keeps all the, the colors in and everything. But it's all it's all natural stuff, and it's it's all on the side of the bottle, and it's all legal, and it it, it got to the point. Where, I mean, the kid knows what he's fucking doing, right? And I don't know anything about CBD. Like I smoke weed every four years so it's non-psychoactive yeah like tv it's not thc and cbd yeah and but it, he's now since i met him i met him five months ago six months ago and uh now he's a music manager so it's like he goes <sighs> he's going backwards but he's doing bigger right. things so this kid is doing what i tried doing in 2007 and he's made more leeway in four months than I ever did. He's working with Benzino now. Benzino. He's working with, uh, he just set up uh, this new pool party mm-hmm. that's coming up uh, in Manchester, New Hampshire with Millie's, who's an upcoming rapper like crazy. He's doing Jada Kiss. He's got all this crazy shit out there. And uh, it's funny, man, because we linked, we got together, and then this stuff happened with Vice. I went my way. And then he fucking did the music stuff. He went his way. Right. So now I have $6,400 worth of beard shit in the back of my car, and I don't have time to sell it. <laughs> oh, so that's just like a side hustle then, huh? Yeah, it's basically, it's it's one of those things where hopefully, I mean, the, cl- the cost that goes into it's crazy low, 
But the cool part about that is whenever we come up with a new idea or a new scent, we just come together and we say, listen, man, cash at me this amount and I'll cover all this amount. And, right. And now I don't know where I have lavender and black cherry, you know, but it's, it's something that's definitely could take off and it's the same, it's almost the same story, same dance though. You know, you have to give the shit away to most people. You have right. to discount it for most people. People aren't going to fucking throw my little. Well, how much did it cost you to ship that shit to me? It was four, expensive, right? It was like 14 bucks. Yeah. And you got like. And it, so it was like 20 bucks for the actual product yeah and then like you're almost paying you're you're almost paying the same in shipping as you are on the product yeah but then you have people that just like when people have verizon and then people have you know metro pcs they're like but i can get it for metro right right two dollars a month and you're like all right Right. fucking there's quality involved you know what i mean exactly and it's the same thing because i got joe schmo that's like why wouldn't i sign up for dollar beard club right so because one month they send you a sample of a piece of hair and then another month you get a fucking comb right and there's a million of you fuck asses that are (laughs) that are given a dollar and they got a million dollars to drop on thirty thousand dollars worth of combs dude exactly and you all feel special my wife uh my wife is sensitive to smell too and she like she doesn't mind she actually enjoys the cherry like if i put the cherry on she's like you know she thinks it smells good she doesn't mind it at all and she's usually really sensitive to smell so and the crazy part is that the cherry stuff after doing testing and all that cool stuff it's wicked good for uh not to sound bostony but it's wicked good for straightening like fuzzy hair and and for girls hair or women's hair uh, it's a lot of guys are like, oh, I feel like I'm going to eat my beard. I'm like, use the sage one then. Cause I think the sage one smells like shit, honestly, mm. but it's, it's all about your, your smell, you know? Um, but then the lavender beard balm, you know what I mean? It's, it's one of those, like I, I said, like it's the coffee. I fuck with see, the coffee. I hate the coffee. Really? I, I hate it. When I like I, when it. When I night. met him, when I met him, I was picking up coffee and sage, dude. I was, I was literally sitting there it was a tin can and I was like, dude, like smells like shit. Looks like shit. Right. Like, if I'm getting involved, man, let's let's revamp the logo. Let's let's do this. Then we started clashing ideas, and now we have that gorgeous little bottle. But right. it's that's the problem. You you go through all these ideas, and you go through this marketing thing, and then you have two people going two different ways, and you can't have so many things going on at once because everybody's always like, "We'll create five revenue streams." Right. What? So you can focus on five revenue streams, or do you want to create? one massive res- revenue stream and then have three or four other little ones come in so you don't have to worry about them. right that's the idea and it's shit that you like doing it's exactly that's what the whole but that's that's what i mean i mean as, as much as i want to sit there and finish my real estate license as much as <laughs> he just threw a claw on himself he's already buzzed <laughs> but as much as i want to do all this shit dude i want to be a fucking you know what i mean i don't want i want to be a skater i don't know but I want to do all this shit, but it's I, I want to also focus on one thing. And, right. And unfortunately for the beard stuff, Vice is my one thing right now. Um, but I'm going to continue to give out samples and I'm going to continue to spread word and do my own little cross promotion. But if you remember the story at the beginning of Capital Vice, I wasn't about the money because I didn't need it. You know? Right. And same thing with the beard oil. I mean, I, I'd rather see how many people we can get it in their hands before we start peddling it off so much you know right and um it's going well so far but it's all just sitting there so i think that's going to be another thing to think about i mean build a little team little uh street soldiers if you will and have them go push it to you know barbershops tattoo tattoo parlors just give them the cut that they would deserve and not be a pyramid scheme where you right. know jimmy get jeff and jeff gets four friends and uh, it's not something i want to do but if this thing rings one more time, I'm breaking my phone. <laughs> it's cool. It's kind of soothing. Yeah, it that's almost, what it sucks. Let me shut it off. It almost sounds like, uh, I don't know, I can't come up with anything on the spot like that real quick. Sex? Right now. Um, now that I lost my train of thought from your goddamn fucking incessant alarms going off. Sorry. Where was I? Uh, we were talking about uh, the shipping costs. The shipping costs and the fucking ana- Google Analytics. Yeah, of- Go- <laughs> there was a lot going on. Yeah, man. So Capital Vice, we just threw away. We went into the beard oil stuff, but no, we're gonna cross brand it. We're gonna cross promote it. It's just thinking of the right time. Because Vice right is now, like your baby. That's R- your fucking rice. rice. Capital Rice Capital is rice. my baby. But yeah, that no. wasn't an Asian accent. That no, was just no, no. because we said rice. So don't fucking come at me with that shit, motherfucker. Jesus. Uh, but yeah, no. I gotta cover myself. You know, the internet's no. crazy. 
no, exactly. no, no. You never know when you're going to go from fucking nobody to like somebody so, yeah and i'm i mean that's not what I, i'm hoping for but like if that shit happens i gotta cover my fucking bases you know capital vice capital vice um yes my baby it's something where i went through so much shit with that i mean right. dude dude i don't know if you remember that but before you moved away i mean i had i had fucking three people pretending to be me on twitter one of them was like I remember that yeah one of them was like funny dude i like followed it like i would follow something you know right. what i mean i was so intrigued with what they were writing and I was like, fuck, dude. Like, some of the shit was mad funny. Right. Like, uh, I remember that. That was But a then really some weird of them were like thing. a little bit like, all right, dude. Like, I understand you don't like me, obviously, but like. Did you know who it was? Yeah. Found you out, do. I found you out did. who it was. They still, they still try to do little shit. Right. But they fucked up. You know what's cool about Google Analytics? Google A. Dude, bring it back around. The big A, and I'm not talking about AIDS. The <laughs> Google Analytics uh, tracks your IP address, and then it links it to uh, oh, an email yeah, address. Yeah, so yeah. even if you... So the only place that I can like compare this to that a lot of people are going to get sketched out now, because I know and a lot of people don't, <laughs> but uh, Vitamin Shop, when you open a Vitamin Shop door and you walk in, it instantly takes your, your email address off your phone. They have a scanner, and that's how they create their their email list. Where a lot of people will notice from GNC or, or Vitamin Shop, without even stepping foot inside their website, they get emails. Really? So that's how Google Analytics works. If you log into a a fucking website, they go Johnny Nitro uses this IP address mostly. If you're on a fo- if you're if you're on your phone, it's going to pull up your iCloud or your Gmail. And these ass fucks had literally that. They went on. They they went to make fun of it to someone or something then out of nowhere it's like your site's been viewed eight times today by right. blank 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 at fuckass.com right so i was like all right so i ended up reaching out to like three or four of them I'm like hey what's going on bud like how you doing <laughs> like you looking for a discount what, what was up with that and they're like what are you talking about instantly they all they all say that like oh no it wasn't me man i'm i'm, I'm too old for that now right oh so it was you before but it's not you i, I get it man i get it I'm going to continue to save money and I'm going to continue to do the, the right thing, you know? And that's what it was. Then they would always be like, oh man, you you live in your house. Like, you could have a house. Why don't you have a house, man? Because I lost like 5000 a week gambling. Right. I was making crazy money at my old job. Right. I'm finally making it again. But dude, there's reasons. I don't know. My parents love me, dude. They live right. in a they live in a nice house and it's almost paid off and I don't bother them. Like, right. I, there's only so many things you can say to that. But right. Now I have my my head on my shoulders a little bit better, and I'm saving money, and I'm I'm doing it the right way. But it got to the point where I, I understood where people were coming from. I mean, they were like, "Oh, this kid's gonna fucking come out with this this week. Next week he has something else." Yeah, I get it, man. I'm trying out everything until it fails. I mean, because I've looking, had a food cart. I yeah. tried, failed. I had a bartending business. I tried, failed. Um, I mean, I just it's you figure out what whatever. you don't. I have a real estate license that I don't practice right now. Yeah. Like it's I you got to do shit to decide if you want to do it or not. It's you know? trial and error, dude. Like for instance, so, I don't think I'm Timbaland anymore. I'm not making beats. I'm not recording people. In I kind of I think that we should once we're both once we both have a little bit of money in the bank. I think we should bring like resurrect Diamond Art Records. Just for that, just, I, that I feel like no. What was that song? We have to get Vincent involved, man. We had we had a couple songs. That, I be wondering. I I used to do so I would do because I, I would sing and I would do the the. The I would do hooks the, for the you, hooks. and then you would let me record acoustic Abby music, Wondering, and I did Abby, I did acoustic Wondering. covers of Lil Wayne. I feel like dying, dude. I, I did. I, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And we would just get fucked up, and I'd come over. I'd be like, "Can I say tomato on here?" Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Your your nickname, tomato. I'd say tomato. Can I come over and record some shit for my my album? And you'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah I could come over." And I'd come over. And be like, "You can record some shit, but you got to do these hooks first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And you got to drink the shit with me too, so that we would start drinking. Oh yeah, dude, that was that was my go-to. I loved that shit. I never got. I got some shit recorded, but it was pretty bad. It, <laughs> then we did the Diamond Arts collection album, dude, and we had to take it on tour, dude, to Elizabeth, New Jersey. Oh my god! That's, so I took. I that's worked the, at I. That's the bow-legged story place. I worked at IKEA at the time. Ooh, I'm fucking like. You I'm, did. I could fix this shit like in post, but um, yeah, I worked at IKEA at the time. You don't remember this? I didn't know you worked at Ikea. I wouldn't have hung out with you. Oh, motherfucker. I was paying my goddamn bills. Um, <laughs> You're the devil. I, I worked at Ikea, and I, t- I had, like, I took, 
like a month off because we were supposed to go to Elizabeth, New Jersey. <laughs> and then we were supposed to go from Elizabeth, New Jersey with Diamond R Records down to like Florida, down the East Coast. And we were going to tour all these fucking dive bars and shit. Dude. And we made it as far as we went to Atlantic City. It was the first stop. First stop. We were like... I, we were, it had to be like 18, 19. I, I was, was the oldest one. You were the oldest one. I, I think I was 18. Were, no, you were 19. 19. You were 19. I had to, yeah, 18 or 19. You and you and Tommy were the big, no, you and Vincent were the big 19, and, and I was 17 or 18. And Tommy Tourette's, nobody knows his age. Nobody really knows Does his he age. he still exist? He's still no, alive. he's still around, I he's think. He's still around. I haven't spoke to him in 17,000 years. So I don't remember the first stop, but. first I, I remember the first stop. Well, do you Clearance remember we were stopped? Day. We stopped and we stayed in like a bunch of shithole fucking hotels the whole time. And then we went the last night we were in Atlantic City. We went to like this the really nice Tropicana, and it was oh like the God. same fucking price we for got, like a deluxe room. It was like thirty nine bucks. Yeah, it was thirty nine bucks, and we we fit four of us. And I remember me and um me and Tommy were the only two people that had fake IDs. No, well, I remember, so when we I have went, to pee, what do we do when I have to pee? What do we have to do? We just let this shit play when you have to pee, because I can edit it out afterwards. It's not a big deal, or I can sit and talk, but... You want to sit and talk? No, you go t- go take a piss, we're just, we'll just let this shit play. Yeah, that's fine, we'll leave it for a second. I've learned to not fucking edit it, like, because then I have to edit it in two. Oh, what, do you have to stop and go? Yeah. I just pissed outside. <laughs> I'm back, and I just pissed outside while you pissed in the bathroom. Oh, there we Whatever, go. fuck it. We're back. No laws when you're drinking claws, right? <laughs> we should have just crossed streams. If there's no laws when you're drinking claws, we would have just pissed in the toilet. At, at the this same point, time. I feel like we should reach out to White Claw <laughs> and try to figure this out before this takes off. And I feel like I've been talking about White Claws for fucking weeks. They're probably like, "Who's this fucking idiot who keeps tagging us on, on fucking Instagram?" <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> so right, yeah, anyway. so we got to um, Elizabeth, New Jersey, and uh, but the- wait, we, Elizabeth was the last step. We we're going too fast. We so. We stopped somewhere where we went to White Castle. Remember? We went no, to White no, that Castle. Was, that was... We had a little hotel, and you went in to talk to him, and you accused me of smoking weed. And oh, yeah, dad you, struck. And, you and Vincent. And to this day, bold, we're going to put this on record right here. To this day, I did not smoke in your dad's truck. Okay, so my I side of the story. I did not. My side, I didn't even look you in the eyes because I know it. Vincent definitely smoked in my dad's truck then and passed you the weed we outside d- the window. We didn't. All right, so ready? Here's my vision. I come out of this hotel. I'm already hot and bothered because I got sent in there after like nine hours of driving. you hated weed at the time. You hated thought, weed. I thought, you thought I, thought I was weed the was devil. fentanyl. You I thought th- weed was fentanyl. <laughs> you thought I was the devil because I was always blazed. And you'd be like, you got fucking Vincent high. Yeah, I was just sitting there like, you're getting all my friends high. We're trying to do music here. But yeah, yeah, he's sitting there smoking fentanyl. And uh, I was like, dude, I'm going to go in this hotel. Tommy, come with me. And Tommy was like my, I don't know, he's my go-to, I guess, because he didn't really smoke weed. He just wanted to get weird. And uh, Yeah, I don't know what he was doing. Oh, there was somebody else there, though. Wasn't there no, minus? No, me. Wasn't there another no, rapper? No, Minus just floated no. around like my basement. <laughs> <laughs> minus, minus never left Braintree. I think he, he moved to Florida at one point, but uh, yeah, no, no, no. Minus was just he was there. Uh, he was there in spirit. That's another rapper. <laughs> that's not somebody's actual name. Yeah, his name. His name is yeah. We're he, not was, he, was, his di- he was Diamond Art's third best performer. Um, but yeah, I was number two. I think. So so. Anyways, we roll up to this shanty. It's like thirteen dollars a night. And uh, they're like, oh, Wilson, you get out. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I didn't just drive six hours. I'll get out. So I'm like, Tommy, come with. And Tommy was like, all right, I'm rolling. And I turned back around, and I remember snarling and being like, don't smoke. your cannabis in my dad's truck. And they're like, dude, what? Like, we wouldn't do that. And then I like, <laughs> I go in. I all- rolled the fattest fucking, and I had shitty weed at the time. So I was like, I just need to roll a bunch of it. So I rolled the fattest fucking blunt oh my God. of some shit weed you've ever seen. So anyways, and- back to my side of the story. So he's, he's rolling up his snickle fritz or kind bud, whatever it was. And, <laughs> and, uh, I come out of the thing. I'm like, yeah, we got it. Like I, I paid him in ones and we got the hotel room and I come out and all the windows in the pickup truck are down. 
So I'm like, oh, these motherfuckers smoked in the truck. And they're both sitting there blazed out of their mind. Like, dude, both their eyes are just pinging. We were outside the truck, though. We weren't sitting So they just rolled out the all tr- the windows just so the truck could smell like weed, I guess. I'm not sure what their angle was. I think the windows were already down, and we just were no. too fucking stoned to roll you them name, down. You name one foursome that rolls down all the windows, drives on the highway for six hours. Maybe the top we had two ro- We had rolled them down. Well, no, because that wasn't. we were getting into some East Bump. But we smoked a fat blunt and i just remember uh v had his fucking afro of like all completely out and his eyes were fucking so red and he was trying to make pb and j's or some shit dude (laughs) so i took him to white castle we all went to white (sighs) castle we walked in that place hasn't seen a customer in at least four years yeah they were like we got customers they start screaming (laughs) and perry and vincent order like a number one each which at white castle is fucking stupid it's like 18 it's burgers good. it was after harold and kumar had come out so i was like oh this shit's gonna be so good oh my god Every, we ordered so much we we're like this is fucking terrible <laughs> it was no like a number one was like 18 liquid burgers it was yeah. like two things of fries and two big words they were like mushy it yeah, was just like dude. the bread and the the meat was combined we all ordered number ones <laughs> and like we paid their rent that for that week but we all ordered number ones and i think i had three burgers and i was like each burger tastes different i'm not fucking eating here and i went back out to my truck and then out of nowhere these two potheads stroll out and they're like you know what let's go smoke i'm like fucking walk it off fellas i was like such a hardo and they like were like fine like fuck you and just walked and smoked and then we went back to the shitty hotel and then i had a brilliant idea to go to the strip club but perry we well, we went to go get liquor. Didn't both of us go in to get liquor? No, like, I didn't. one of us won, but well, one went in first. Tommy went in first. They were like, You are never getting liquor. In no, this. but one of us <laughs> went in first and they got it. It was either I went in and got liquor and you got a liquor, but one of us went first and was like, Okay, they they were good. Like, let me try. <laughs> yeah, and it might I have went been in. You went first. And then I, you came look, out. I was like, You you look long, younger, you go first. And if you don't get carded, then I'll go in because I look older and we just got like a 30 rack of Bud Light see what each. Cannab- you see what cannabis does? We already went over the story. Now we're, now we're back to it. On I know. the way out, I was the second person to go in and you called me bow-legged. But I thought you said that you were the first. Who was the first? Me? No, I went. Tommy was the first. And they shut no, him down. No, no, because one person we got two thirty racks. I'm telling you. Yeah, but Tommy went in first, and they shut him down. I know, but I went in as well. Oh yeah, you might have went in. Yeah, but, and then somebody and one of us went in and was like, oh, we got the beer. Oh, this is all coming then, back to me now. Yeah, this is all coming, one this- of us went in first and was like, oh, he served me alcohol. So yes, one of us should yes. and then we got two thirty racks. I remember that. So now we got I, real weird. Yep. So went to the strip is, club. Nope. 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 I'm gonna continue with the Jack story. Daniels. I'm gonna tell you all the story. Oh, the the so, Tylenol PM. <laughs> so once again, Perry had a fucking weed problem, I guess. But uh, we we had to go Still up do. two flights of stairs. I remember this place now. It was a sh- the shittiest hotel in the world. There was no Uber, dude. There was just sketchy taxis, cash. I'm pretty sure none of us had debit cards. And uh, I was like, dude, let's let's all go to the strip club. Like, I got a fake ID. Vincent was like being weird. Vincent was like, I don't want to do anything. And we're like, all right, that's cool, man. And then Perry was like, yeah, I'll go. And then he starts rolling a blunt fit, <laughs> him and Vincent a smoke. And then uh, Vincent looks over and he's like, yo, what the, f- what the fuck are you putting in the blunt? And... All I remember was Perry's like, oh, it's Tylenol PM. I didn't put Tylenol PM in the blunt. <laughs> yeah, you did. You like crushed it and sprinkled I it. I was like snorting Tylenol PM. <laughs> I, was a, I was like 19 and I thought that, that shit got you fucked up. It doesn't. No, no, I don't know where zombied. I got that. Got you zombied. And, but do you remember walking to the strip club and the dude busts, some dude busts out of, it was like a movie. We're walking down the street and some Oh, the dude, guy like behind us or whatever? Well, no, he busted out of like a door on the side like the goddamn Kool-Aid man. It was like, I got that H. <laughs> oh, And I'm yeah, like, is yeah. that heroin? Like, is that yeah. what he's asking us? And I'm like, no, nah, do you got any weed? He's like, if you take me across town, I can get you some weed. And we're like, nah. No, nah, we're, nah, good. we're good. I'm pretty sure you insisted. I think I was drinking Jack Daniels too. <laughs> yeah, no, you were all you were all fucked up. We went in there and uh, there was like a bunch of Russian strippers. Do you remember? No, there was a hot ass stripper. You remember that? No. There was a hot stripper. And me, I think me, you, and V all got dances from her, and some busted chick, some busted Tommy. old chick it was came Tommy. over. Vincent and we were slept. like, "Oh, V didn't." Come. So Tommy got the gross girl. Well, yeah. So me and you got got lap dances from the hot girl and this yes. the, the the old busted rickety chick. 
I mean, I'm, I apologize. That's what she was. That was, but yeah, she, she came over like, and she was like, do you guys want to dance? And we we're like, Oh, our friend Tommy wants to dance. Oh my God. He got and stuck. Poor Tommy got stuck <laughs> with this chick. And the whole she, walk. I, no, we actually walked home from that. Cause the, the strip club was probably a rock throw away from the shanty that we were staying in. And that, lo- that walk home was funny, man. She, that stripper looked like, I, I remember she had short hair. Like, I don't know why this is burning my brain, but she kind of looked like if like Chris Kardashian <laughs> looked her age, like before I imagine what Chris, yeah. like Chris Kardashian, if she looked how old she was. All I know is Tommy was, Tommy was like, like, so she wasn't like busted, but she was old as Bro, fuck. Tommy, I remember we got back to the hotel room and Tommy was like, dude, like, like the place was sick. And then like, we all started geeking out laughing and like Vincent woke up. He's like, how was it? And we we're like, oh, like there's no way to describe, man. You should have came. And then Tommy was just looking around like he, you could tell in his face that he got like the worst lap dance from like the grossest war pig in that whole place. But he was just like, he still smelt like her and he was just pumped. Because it's, it's one of those things where you, you experience something new, but this gets back to the grand finale. <laughs> the, grand, <laughs> the grand finale of Atlantic City. You ready for this? So we show up to the, the one-stop shop tour. Well, that was in Elizabeth, New Jersey. We were like, fuck it, let's go to AC, party like we're rappers and shit. And no, like, no, 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 but that was the fun part. So we go to, we go to Atlantic City and uh, I don't know why, but I was like, dude... I was like, let's try seeing if that shiny building over there has any rooms. Because we all had flip phones at the time, too. This after is like saying, fucking old, bro. Yeah, after staying... And yeah, this was like... Yeah, this was years ago. And this was after like staying this in a was bunch 08. of shitty... This was 08. Yeah. Because it was like a year a after I graduated. After school, yeah. So we, we get to the Tropicana and we're like, dude, this is a shot out of a fucking dick. We're like, hey, you guys got any rooms? They're like, yep millions were like awesome how much they were like 39 bucks and yeah, we were like the same price as what we what? paid at the shithole so we're, we're shook obviously right and out of nowhere i think i was i don't know if it was like flyers or what but it was like p diddy's battle of the bands or some shit i forget what it was it was like p diddy and like rockefeller and like all this shit they were like come perform in elizabeth new jersey in elizabeth new jersey which is it was a shithole. I'm no was, offense to Elizabeth, New Jersey, but all offense. That place is a shithole. Sh- it was a shithole. Dude, <laughs> yeah, that place sucks. But uh so uh, we we were shit. like, fuck, man, Vincent, this is your like this is your big break, bro. You guys got I be wondering, you got all this shit out that we were. He recorded. didn't do any of it. We were like, do the songs that were like, do these songs. He's like, Nope. Nope. And he's like, I'm gonna do uh Oh my god. Ha 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 ha! Money in the bank. Yeah, that was a dope song. But, but I, I looked at Vincent. I'm like, Yo, Perry's here. Why don't you do I Be Wondering? I Be Wondering was a song that hit home for everybody. It was just like a, a sad fuck song. Yeah. And I was like, Damn, yeah, bro, this- you got like Rockefeller. You got a bunch of people here. And uh, V's like, Yo, I don't want to like perform that a bunch of people. Like, I want to get them hype. We're like, All right, whatever, dude. So we agree on it. We get to the door <laughs> at Elizabeth, New Jersey. Like, All right, your name. I'm like. Yeah, his name is V-Head, and he's with Diamond Out Records. They're like, yeah, we don't see you on the list. And I'm like, no, I called. They're like, yeah, you didn't speak to anybody here. We're like, fuck. They're like, 250 bucks, and he can perform. Remember that? Oh, I don't even remember that. V comes out to the truck like, all right, man, good news, bad news. Like, good news is I get to perform. Bad news is uh, I need 250 so we're all going to like put the cash up, and I'll, I'll go perform. And I remember like Tommy looked at me and then like looked at the road like, dude, I don't I don't have fucking money. To get <laughs> I know. Home. I think I would blew all my money yeah. at the casino. And then I look. I looked at uh, Perry, and Perry's looking at me like it looks like I'm not performing type shit. And then I looked at V, and I was like, I'll cover fifty of it, dude. I need to get this gas home. And V had like probably two eighty on him. And I was like, How bad do you want it? It was one of those like fucking. It was one of those like inspirational like. How bad do you want it, V? Do you want to go for it? I'll give you fifty bucks. Right. Which was, dude, back in 08, that was a fucking shot in the dark. I'm like, all right, we got eighty to get home. <laughs> like, dude. I know. And uh, he was like, fuck it. He's like, I'll do not. it. And he he wowed the stage. I mean, the stage was it was lit, but it was just him. So there's no hype man. There was nothing. Right. It was just him doing the chorus, him doing the verses, and everybody was dapping him up, being like, yo, you're good. You know, what I mean, that was good shit. And then he ended up coming in like third place, or like fourth place, <laughs> out of like six. And we were like, what the fuck happened? And it was like people from Elizabeth, New Jersey that won. People that had a name. Right. People that that had a name. And all I keep remembering and all I keep laughing about was the one show we were supposed to do didn't exist. I remember like I tried calling the promoter when we were there and he was like, yo, there's no. We we basically took that trip to have stories about a trip and we stumbled across a fucking performance 
Because I just the wanted only... to be part of a hip hop label. That's, that's what I mean, all. Dude. I still want to be part of a hip hop label, dude. It's Diamond Art Records, the coolest fucking name in the game. That's just gonna get resurrected. Oh, I'm dude, telling I can't you. Wait. My first million, I'm dropping at least at least nine hundred twenty thousand on Diamond Art. <laughs> <laughs> I am, dude. I'm not letting that die. So Diamond Art's my first baby. Fuck Vice. Fuck the well, beard oil. <laughs> I feel like didn't didn't Diamond Art Records kind of. Then didn't Capital Vice come from some type of name that you had? Wasn't Diamond Arts a different name? No, didn't Diamond. You? No, Diamond Art was uh, Diamond <laughs> Diamond Art Records was my basement, right? And then, um, but didn't you call a record? Like, didn't you still do recording under a oh, Capital name? That was this. That was the whole scheme behind Capital Vice. And then Capital Vice became a so, clothing brand. Right? Yeah. So my my brand. Oh, God, did I just remember that, dude? Because ready for this? So my brand was was Diamond Art Records, right? I brought all my stuff into a studio in Brockton. I remember that. I went there a couple times. Yep. And you and had a bunch I went of rappers there. there. That and, uh, shit was fucking. I always freestyling, dude. There. Always, dude, yeah. That dude, was we had a fun. Good time. Between yeah. that and Albion, it's like, what the? What, what do you do? What you days just aren't go your in and fucking there Saturdays? Be, there would be like local rappers just fucking smoking blunts. Just and before ciphers, before ciphers were ciphers, people yeah. would go in there. I remember at one point someone flipped like the granite table and broke it. I thought I had to pay for it, and like out of nowhere. But the whole thing was that place was called. I forgot about that. Dude, shit. that place was called Capital Vice Records. Capital Vice Records. So yes. all my all my equipment went there, and one day I went to go in there, and the fucking locks changed, and I was like, "Yo," called the dude. I'm yeah, like, you don't fuck around in Brockton, bro. But I'm like, "Yo, hey man," like, <laughs> just white as can be. Like, hey man, uh, my computer's in there, and my uh, a bunch of my uh, my microphone. I don't know if you guys accidentally changed the locks. Never got a call back, <laughs> so I'm like, "All right, two can play that me of game." This change, uh. <laughs> so I was sitting there, and I was like, "You know what, dude? Fuck it." I was like. I'm now creating a clothing line, and it's going to be called Capital Vice Apparel. And I was like, if they're going to take my stuff, I'm going to take their name. And I took the name, and I branded it. And then I, okay. I copywrote it, too. So they can't do shit. They can't do anything. But the cool part was, it's like, my computer's probably still there. They just took all your shit. So all my songs are probably on there. All of them, dude. All the mix and mastering for uh, I, I Be Wondering If and all I that. hear my shit on a hip-hop track that comes Bro. out one day, I'm going to be fucking, I'm going to lose my mind. And I'll be like, be like, just fucking give me a shout-out. I don't even want the money. But just that's the cool the part. Shout-out. They have the original version of I Feel Like Dying With You. No, that's on MySpace. You can still get that on MySpace. <laughs> Shout out MySpace. MySpace.com slash Perry Phillips if you want to hear some don't really pl- embarrassing. Don't plug that. Some, re- <laughs> some really embarrassing songs that I wrote Dude, when I was MySpace like 15 is gonna get, years my, old. MySpace is going to get like 55 hits tonight. They're like, what the <laughs> you're fuck? Giving, you're giving this show a lot more credit than No, no, split. this one's going to air in like six weeks, bro. I'm going to build this up. <laughs> I know we got time to talk we about do, it. We do, we do. But no, so... I just remembered, so we'll go off topic of that. So, yeah, Elizabeth, New Jersey, dude, we had the time of our lives. Uh, we, we stayed and we had our experiences that we can still talk to uh, until this day. We made awesome friendships, minus Tommy Tourette's. Don't know where you are. But Shout out Tommy Tourette's. <laughs> I think that was his last name, too. No, I, I know his last been. name. It's definitely Tourette's. It, we should look him up. Tommy Tourette's. Yeah, we'll look up. Yeah, we'll <laughs> use the white pages. But uh, something that's crazier than that. <laughs> so, Perry... Perry always followed my lead. A lot of my bullshit was bullshit, but the one fun time that I could talk about another hotel room experience with me and you. No. Oh, well that was I mean that was that was kind of bullshit too, but it was like it was worth the trip for the bullshit. Bro, we went in there and there was literally a million something dollar studio there. There was. There but was I don't a I just don't understand party. what we were doing there. No, we went in there to like do we went, <laughs> we were kids dude we were uh yeah we were probably um probably 18 once again 18 19 probably fresh from our amazing tour in elizabeth new jersey mm-hmm. but uh i got a phone call from a buddy of mine and he's like yo you still recording I'm like yeah he's like well i'm not into rappers and i'm like me neither and he's like you record anybody that knows how to play acoustic i'm like yeah my boy perry oh that's why i was there yeah i was like my boy perry dude he's, he's he's flipping awesome and uh I hit up Perry and I'm like, dude, do you want to go to a multi-million dollar mansion in, what was it, Maine or New Hampshire or something? New Hampshire. New Hampshire. I'm like, they got like a $2 million studio. Real quick. It's fine. But I was like, yeah, they have like a $2 million studio. You can come in. It's fine. I was like, uh, yeah, I'm going to say it again. Go ahead. (laughs) They have a $2 million studio and we'll, we'll go there and I'll introduce you to some big producers and we'll fucking, we'll get hammered and it will be fun. And before I even hung up the phone, 
Perry Phillips whips in his fucking Scion CT, and he's like, let's head to New Hampshire. Dude, I, oh, that's the thing. I always said yes to you, though. Anytime no, you had some fucking scheme. It was, dude, as weird as it was, as cool as it was, it was it was a fun fucking Jay, you time. Can come over here, dude. This isn't like we just. What's had, up, man? My buddy just. I got haven't here, seen you in like and he's, years. He's creeping around How in the doing? background like a fucking weirdo. But yeah, this is this is the drinking yeah, podcast, yeah. so you can sit down. Do you want to? Do you have any like funny? You say a lot of funny shit. Do you we remember just, him we coming? Talking about- do you remember him coming to the, the Albion house? No, I don't. No, I don't. We fucking ran shit at that house. We won't talk. We won't get into that shit right now, but just because it was, well, we might be able. To, it was, uh, yeah. We'll get into it. We're a getting little off bit. topic. I was right gonna say. I, I just looked I around this living room. I remember, like the first week that I met you, I tried fighting someone right outside of this yeah, living room. Yeah, you were always trying to fight somebody. You fucking headbutted me. Do you remember that? Yeah, because I thought you smoked meth. No, I did ecstasy. Yeah, you did ecstasy. I did ecstasy. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, what's up, man? You're like, tell, tell me all this shit. I was like, I just did ecstasy. And you fucking headbutted me. Bro, Mark, remember like 15 minutes and prior to And you were wearing a podcast. breath you were. Can I paint a picture real quick? You were wearing a fucking... It was Halloween, and you were <sighs> wearing a breathalyzer costume. And the like. the breathalyzer was your dick. And I told you I had just done some ecstasy, and you fucking headbutted me. Your immediate response because you were so drunk was to headbutt me. My favorite thing is I left here. And I went. Face. I went to another party. <laughs> no bullshit. I went to another party. I went in the bathroom. Thought it was an awesome idea to cut that little hole and put my real dick through. And I would be like blowing the breathalyzer, and then like one guy was like, "Dude, if you do that to my girlfriend again, I'm gonna fuck you up." And I thought about headbutting him too, and like I just didn't because I was a pussy. This is allegedly because <laughs> I feel like you can definitely get charged with like a sex crime for that. But this is allegedly. No, you, can't. Oh. <laughs> you need to be on film. <laughs> you need to be on film for that. Um. So did you want to talk about any more Capital Vice stuff, or were we gonna? Fin- we were. You were in the middle of saying something with the Diamond Art record shit. Capital Vice, steal the name. We yeah, no, then we the talked about the di- yeah, we did the diamond art, and then we were talking about the two million dollar studio. We ended up oh yeah, renting- yeah, so yeah, we so- went there. Continue. Yeah, we rented out a, uh, a another another hotel. It's just that, me and you. Yeah, and that like we would just play beer pong. It was like a trucker stop. We played stop beer hotel. pong together in the hotel room to pregame for this party. And then we went there, and I'm pretty sure they said like nobody was allowed in yet, so we had to drive back. We drank more, and then we went. I remember that. Yeah, it was such a shit show. I don't even think we like stayed. We ended up leaving and going back to the hotel and playing beer pong Dude, the whole I, night. We walked into this guy's $2 million studio and I was like, hey. I forgot can about we, this I was shit. like, can we see that studio? And the guy's like, yeah, you're just going to meet a couple people first. And he was like, this is Benny, Susan, blah, blah, blah. And then out of nowhere, they were like, all right, yeah, so come back in a couple hours. And they said something like that. And I'm like, what? So we went back to the hotel. We got fucking hammered and never showed back up. I remember that. They probably <laughs> just wanted us to fuck out. They were like, who the fuck invited these people? Yeah, they're like, yeah, people? yeah, meet Susie and fuck off, dude. I forgot about that shit. We got hammered just dude, hanging out we were the there hotel. strictly because they asked me if I knew anybody that knew how to play guitar. And I, I know you owned one and you I owned covered, one and I- You sli- covered I Little was, Wayne, Little Wayne, and you were like the shit at the time. I could play. I played at parties just because I thought it would get me laid. It never got me no. laid. Still a virgin. I'm still a fucking virgin. My <laughs> wife is like, I, I can't fuck you. I don't know why, but um so wait, hold on. I want to talk real quick about something before we start wrapping it up. Um fuck. What was I just gonna say? Okay, so now that uh my buddy Jameson's here, since you're fucking walking in on the podcast, you don't remember us coming to the Rockland house? No. And I remember there was there was a time where I, you and someone else smoked in my BMW. That's like your yeah, infamous that was move. At, you smoke in okay. That time dad's I did. Trucks. I did smoke in your BMW, but I did not smoke in your dad's truck. So they fishbowl my B. It was were you part of that? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So if, if, mind you, mind you, mind you. So I I had a place in Rockland, Massachusetts. It was on Albion Street. I threw the biggest bangers there. Like you my threw birthday big parties. Dude, my bar. My I birthday? threw the biggest parties. No, no. At my mom's house that one time when I was like, you went to that shit. It, when I was like 17, that was the biggest fucking party. My birthday, dude. I'm telling I'll you. I'll talk about that at some other time. But your parties were fucking dope. So the, Perry shows up once again in his, in his legendary uh, can scion. I st- can I stop you real quick? <laughs> Go ahead. Do you remember how I was greeted the first time I came to your house? Jay, Do you remember, you'll remember this. So the first time I went to your fucking house, I was greeted. I think it was Herbie. And he fucking, he goes, are you Perry? And he says it like he's going to fuck me up. I'm like, yeah. And he goes... He fucking walks up to me all aggressively and he fucking pulls out a bottle of vodka and he's like, tomato said you're cool shit. This is for you. 
come party. Yeah, he yeah. said something along those lines. Yeah, that's how I was greeted. I was like, oh, okay. And so I grabbed the bottle of Grey Goose. I was handed a bottle, like, unopened of Grey Goose. I didn't even fucking know this guy. And I walk into the party. And then, yeah, you just it was fucking nuts after that. That place is awesome. I remember when the cops showed up on my birthday. Everybody They, they showed up because everybody was playing rock band too loud. They <laughs> and uh, I remember they showed up at like 4 a.m. And uh, no, it wasn't my birthday. This was Halloween once again. But this time I wasn't a breathalyzer. I was a transvestite. And I had a... I don't think you can say that anymore. I was a gender neutral. What, what's the... You were... I, you, I think you can say zur. Maybe you were a zur. I was a zur. Okay. So yeah, I was that. <laughs> I was that. And uh but yeah, I remember I was wearing a tutu and I had a fake BB gun on my on my pants pocket or whatever the fuck that thing's called. The fuck? And uh I swear to god, the cops showed up and I whipped out the BB gun and everybody's like, No, 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 no and like the cops were like, All right, you hammered. You're wearing a tutu, like what the fuck? Put down the fake gun. And they looked over at everybody and everybody that was playing rock band was just frozen. And the cop was literally like, I don't know how drunk you guys are, but I can see you. And I, I know for a fact that none of you guys are 21 years old. Like, Jesus. unplug the rock band, and everybody's just, like, still pretending to be frozen. I was like, dude, unplug the fucking shit. The guy's like, you unplug the rock band and stop playing tonight? Like, you're fine. If not, we're going to have to start checking IDs. We unplugged it, dude. And I remember looking in that living room. It was, like, two sets of drums. It was always, like, drum offs. That shit was loud. I, I Like I said, you had a Scion, dude. I had a BMW at that time, and I walked out, and you guys were fishbowling my BMW. You could have smoked in your Scion. I don't Maybe know it was the Godfather. I might have been smoking with uh, the Godfather. I think you were. I think he had just fucked some girl in your bushes. And then, <laughs> yes, and then I remember we, that. I was like, you want to smoke? He's like, yeah. And then I remember, I think, I don't I don't want to put him on blast, but you'll know who it is. Uh, he's sticking fucking thumbtacks in his ears and then chugging dish dish detergent. Oh, that was, yeah. That was, that was the H word. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. fucking crazy, bro. Yeah, that was like, I walked in and I was like, oh, shit. This is a fucking shit show. Yeah, this is a frat I need house. to go smoke some weed in a BMW to fucking gather my thoughts. <laughs> yeah, I remember coming out and I was pissed off, but yeah. Well, now was... that everybody knows that you're a degenerate, now that we've killed some claws, we've talked some some Diamond Arts records, Capital Vice records, Capital Vice apparel, Shed When I'm Dead, Beard Ooh, Bomb. Yep. Where? All right, let's let's start to wrap it up because I'm starting to this shit's starting to go off the rails, and I think it's been fun as fuck though. Hell yeah. That's what um, we do. I want to know where people can find your shit. Tell Only on Instagram. Capital Vice Apparel Instagram. I need you to share. I need you to tag. I need you to do whatever you can to get me. Oh, yep. shit. We got somebody in studio. So you and by the studio, I'm talking if, about if my I, mom's living get, room. <laughs> if, I can, <laughs> if I can get to 120,000 followers, I get my meeting with Zoomies and Paxson. Yeah. I'm stuck at like 80,000. So go do that shit. If you're. He's about to follow that shit right now. So, I mean, if my fucking dumbass friend can figure it out, I think anybody can. Um, but yeah, so at Capital Vice Apparel, get me, to, get me to the 120. That's the goal. And what else? Any other, any events? Anything else you want to plug before not you right now. shout out? Honestly, I have a couple, but I'm going to be sketchy and not do it. Okay, whatever. It was fun, dude. I need dude. the rest Where? of the, te- you know, I need, I need the details before I can do it. I need the deets. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you when this is going to come out. Okay. We're gonna you're gonna plug the fucking shit out of it. Yes. Um it's been fun. I love fucking kicking it with you. Are you gonna come out with us tonight? Where are you going? I don't know. I gotta go. My wife's out somewhere to they left us the house, so we could I think they thought we were fucking I'm off tonight. I mean I I'm mean, still down to fuck. It's up to but you. I'm also dressed like someone's lawyer, so I gotta figure out right. if I have pants. Well, we'll figure our plans out off the fucking But we have to you know what we should shoot for, honestly? What? Doing a part two of this because I know that there's gonna oh, be no, a no, lot. Oh no, no, we're gonna do a part two. But I'm we'll do a, back, We're gonna I'm have to do a vlog. To well, I mean, I'm still just building it up. I'm no, still trying I know, to get. But, but within six, seven weeks, we're gonna do a vlog, and okay. I'll set it up. Okay. We'll do a big. Oh, time. like a video, like a like uh, a video okay. podcast. That way, okay. people can see our interaction. Right. Right. Because they can only hear our dumb voices. They don't know what we're actually like. I know. I mean, well, I feel like we should sit on each other's laps if we do it. Though. I was gonna say we faces. can't though. Oh, faces, 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 faces. But yeah, but yeah right. no. We got our paws on some claws. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Follow Thank Capital you. Vice Apparel. At Capital Vice Apparel. Just that's the A with the circle thing around it. If it's you're not, not a fucking square. <laughs> At Capital Vice Apparel. Thank you for listening to the Itty Bitty Podcast. I apologize for getting drunk and being unprofessional. It won't happen again. <laughs> yes, it will. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys fucking. Well, I won't see you. I'll fucking. You'll hear my fucking voice and I'll beg you to like my shit. But Diamond Art Records out. Diamond Art Records is out.
Peace. <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of the Itty Bitty Podcast. Um, don't forget to download, review, and subscribe. Um, you can get po- check this podcast out wherever you get podcasts, Google Play, Apple. Um, we also have it up on the website when it goes live on ittybittypodcast.com. Um, you can also get our other podcast, Choice Nugs Only, on there as well. Um, check us out on social media, um, on Twitter at ittybittypcast, um, and on Instagram, ittybittypodcast, um, as well as um, with so uh, Choice Nugs Only as well. You can check that out. It's uh, Choice Nugs Only on Instagram and then at Choice Nugs Only for the Twitter. Um, so we'll see you guys next week. Thanks. Peace.